You're listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of News Talk 770. Back with you on The Strong Room on News Talk 770. We're into the summer season now, and Macmillan's regular seminar series will resume on Thursday evening, September 28th. But it is business as usual during the summer months at Macmillan Estate Planning. And you can always ask a question and get an answer by calling the office weekdays during business hours at 403-266-6464. Remember, too, you can go online anytime at macmillanestate.com. Check out the blogs, which are updated regularly for tips and news about life planning. And listen to episodes of The Strong Room to catch up on details and features you may have missed. And a reminder about the mini-seminar coming up on Wednesday, July 26th at 2 p.m. It's a free and informative introduction to the idea of estate or life planning. Call the office weekdays during business hours to register at 403-266-6464 or register online at www.mcmillanestate.com. More now with our featured guest today, entrepreneur Javon Almond, who talks about his goals with the McMillan Estate Plan and his goals as an entrepreneur. One of the goals for me is, is how do I tap into the younger generation of entrepreneurs and really showcase the, you know, what I've done and just provide it as some mentorship for them and, and tie that into the McMillan brand because it's not every day that the younger generation of entrepreneurs will think to say, hey, I want to bring estate planning initiatives along with my business right at the beginning. So it's uh, trying to think about how to provide value for that young entrepreneur and ingrain in their minds that it's, it should be mandatory to protect your estate and to provide you know, longevity for your brand. And you feel like you're making progress. You feel like you're farther along that road than you were when you first got involved with McMillan. Absolutely, I do. With with Macmillan, they've they've just shown me the the step by step process on protecting your brand, and they introduced me to things I didn't really know existed in uh, protecting your your brand. And these uh, you know life insurance policies have been crucial for me. And maintaining you know the opportunity to have a, a legacy with your brand is is very important. And they've just allowed me to think about longevity with with our company. And uh, you mentioned tax plan as well. They absolutely, uh, they, they give you ideas and, and suggestions for growing your business in different phases uh, as well as, as you progress in life and your corporate model takes, uh, takes the, the, the next progressive step. And you always are talking about the idea of selling your business uh, one day. Uh, I don't have that, uh, that goal in mind to reach a certain revenue number and, and sell the company, but uh, you know, at least I know that Macmillan, uh, you know, will have that conversation with me. They have tax planners, they have lawyers, they have uh, state planning representatives, and Sherry is always available as well. So when I when I do cross that bridge on potentially selling the brand, I know that I'm looked after, and and I'll be able to maximize the value for the for the company when I do sell. Has it been like going to school? Yeah, the, the learning it all at a at a younger age. I mean, uh, it's uh, you you can't just get everything done right without making any mistakes. So, so I really pride myself on, you know, taking those risks and learning early. And yeah, at a young age, it can be a bit daunting for, for an entrepreneur to not only worry about uh, incorporating your business and, and marketing your business and, and making sure the accounting side is looked after 
and there's a lot of paperwork and liability that you have to handle. And, and then, you know, you're worried about uh, protecting your business and, and uh, uh, implementing tax planning and, and estate planning. And then, you know, you still have to grow your business and go out and get clients too. So it's, it's definitely something that's very exciting, but it's very rewarding as well to watch your brand grow and to be able to bring in and create your own corporate culture and, and just really have people within your brand motivated enough to propel your brand forward. Because at the end of the day, I, I realized I'm not going to be able to grow the brand on my own. And that's not how successful brands really, really take themselves to the next level. It's all about the people and, and you know, the customers that you're able to, to attract who remain loyal to you and, and are the ones that understand in, in the commercial cleaning sector, it's the work of human hands. And if they believe in your boutique personalized approach and, and your corporate culture, they'll stay with you. And it's all about how you treat them. And that's the most important thing. Even with all of the work that you're doing to build your business, is there a, is there a peace of mind uh, that comes from feeling that you're in a good place? With, with growing the business, I, I like to focus on lifestyle. I always thought at a younger age that I, I didn't want to just pursue business to uh uh, to the point where I felt like it didn't provide equilibrium in other areas of my life. Uh, it's very important for me to, to maintain that friendship, uh, you know, uh, I guess sector of my life and balance that as well as the family side and, and also taking time to travel and, and really take, you know, enjoy what you've built and don't always bury your head in the ground and, and sometimes taking a step back and, and getting a little bit of a breather and allowing things to settle and alleviating some of the some of the hard work you've you've front end loaded in your model. A lot of the seeds you plant, it takes years and years for for you to reap the rewards of those those relentless seeds that you've continued to plant. And and I, I definitely feel I'm in a I'm in a good place now. I'm in a calmer place. Uh, my determination is still very much uh, a conviction for me. But I know that, you know, it's, it's another one of my mentors said, and there are some things in life you have to work for, and there are some things in life you have to wait for. And as an entrepreneur who is very hungry and ambition, ambitious, I want to take on a much larger portfolio, but I know that I always have to respect the way we grow slowly and organically. I have a expression that I always use, no matter you know how large we get, there's a slow and steady approach to it, and and I like to always never use that word busy. I always like to use steady, and I just think steady is is a smarter word than busy. I, I think it's it, it implies you're more organized, you're less rushed, you're less flustered, and and you're just you're providing the most optimized uh, approach to your business model for your clients, and and it just makes it more efficient for them. And it applies to your business and it applies to your life plan. Absolutely. Whatever I've been successful at in business as usual, usually come from uh, me manifesting it in my personal life and making sure that I have ducks in a row on the personal side. And health, health always has to be very important as well. I've, I've been an athlete, uh, you know, while simultaneously growing a business as a competitive cyclist. So that's been a lot of fun, but uh, I've been able to, you know, kind of channel my competitive spirit into athletics as well as the entrepreneurial world. 
So, you know, if I was felt like I was beating my, you know, head against the desk a little bit with growing time to shine at times, I was able to still use that channel athletically. And, and that, that blew off a lot of steam for me for sure, because at a young age for entrepreneurs, it's going to be hard and you just have to be patient and, and relentless and, and maintain your ambition. Entrepreneur Javon Almond. McMillan Legal Counsel Henry Villanueva takes note of Javon's sole ownership of his company and has some thoughts on legal protections for the firm. Unanimous shareholders agreements are useful if you have two or more shareholders. If there's just one shareholder or owner of the company, a shareholders agreement may not be necessary. But when you have two or more, it's great to have one so that uh, future events can be uh, forecasted and there's a mechanism on how to deal with those events. But if in the event that you have just one shareholder, Peter, it's good also to know at the onset what his plans are. Does he plan to bring in new investors? Does he plan to issue shares to his kids, his relatives? Is he planning on using this company as just a holding company for assets? Or is this company going to be an operating company such as uh, one involved in the sale of goods and products? The lesson in this is that when you're setting up a business, your life plan really takes precedent and planning for that company, not just on the first day that it's open for business, but putting in place a structure that allows that company to mature and allows that relationship to evolve and allows for some type of transition really begins on the first day. That's correct, Peter. And it's also involving the kids because when we set up corporations for families, more often than not, the corporations are held uh, by the parents and the parents are also directors of the corporation, but with the intention of issuing shares to the children and their family. And the reason for issuance of those shares, there might be many reasons, but one of them uh, will involve tax planning because when you issue shares to, um, to children, uh, assuming that they are of a lower tax bracket, you're able to distribute dividends to them and take advantage of that lower tax bracket in order to save on tax ultimately. In summary, what Macmillan Estate Planning does is take a particular scenario and create a series of what-ifs and then try to address them. That's right. Addressing the what-ifs are important in estate planning because what we're trying to achieve here is peace of mind for you and your family. We want to make sure that when you pass, you know what's going to be left behind and your family knows how they're going to deal with what's left behind. There's no use in passing and having that uncertainty where you're just keeping your fingers crossed that your kids get along and know what to do with your shares in a company or ownership in a certain business or building. What you want to happen for you is that when you pass, you know that A, your family will be happy, B, you know that your kids will have the shares in the company, C, that your kids will get along with uncle, and D, that in the end, the business continues to run successfully and everybody has peace of mind and harmony for the family. Peace of mind and harmony for the managers, protection of assets for the company, good reasons to start early and to have a plan for yourself and your firm. A good reason to attend the mini seminar coming up on Wednesday, July 26th at 2 p.m. Call the office to pre-register weekdays during business hours at 403-266-6464 
or register online at www.mcmillanestate.com. I'm Peter Watts. Thanks for joining us on The Strong Room on Newstalk 770.